Welcome to Let's Drone Out, the original and best drone theme podcast. We record the show live on a Thursday night on youtube.com forward slash Let's Drone Out and our lovely patrons help with the editing costs. These are Wacky Wes, Mikey Dread, Art Faulkner, Carlos Campos. Thank you. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to the spooky, scary, poop shoot edition of Let Drone Out. Tonight we are joined by everyone's favourite nightmare, Curry Kitten, with a disclaimer before Andy RC speaks. Hello! Ho, ho, ho. No, that's more of a Christmas thing. Any views expressed by any guests on this show are personal and may not reflect the views of others or anybody else. Please ignore us and don't sue us. Thank you. Especially you, Max. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mention uh, things by name. Other brands are available. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, not uh, Flea Max. Um, uh, everyone's uh, the puppet master of evil. Andrew Slash Frank. Good evening. The drive your steak through your heart, but we haven't got a steak, so we'll use a vegan sausage instead, my little Tony. That was a Young Ones reference. If anyone gets that, I'm well happy. Uh, Everyone's actual nightmare that comes out of his mouth every time something goes wrong. Just Andy (laughs) RC. Good evening. (laughs) And Curry Kitten's worst nightmare. His arch nemesis, the terror of the sky. I peel... Hi. <laughs> hey. Well, we're a bit early for Halloween because it's got the days away, but we we can't change our Thursday schedule, can we? Unless you're yeah. listening to the podcast, in which case we've missed Halloween. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of nightmares, Andy RC has broken his toe. Can we have yeah. a look? No, you cannot have a Is look. Is it back? It's uh, very Tony. red and red and purple at the moment. Um, Are you trying to start an engine with your foot? Like kickstart a little IC acro watt thing? I wish it was much more interesting than that, but you know those little trolleys that ladies walk around like when they're doing their shopping? <laughs> they're on little wheels. <laughs> yeah. One of them you... got left in the kitchen and I didn't turn the light on and I was I was running from one room to the other and just went, basically did a football style kick into oh. it uh, and uh yeah it did you know so, uh mm. it wasn't barefoot no this but it was so bad that uh yeah i've never felt pain like i've stubbed my toe loads of times but there was something different about this so i'll have to see what happens i've got some uh, witch hazel on it and that did yeah, take away appropriate. yeah appropriate for tonight it's even got it does look on the on the uh the bottle that like it's got like a herb on it and like it's been put in a witch's pot and stuff but whatever man it works i'm gonna drink some of that stuff later i think you're gonna have to think of a more heroic story though 
Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. Was, was it even like a tartan? Was it like a, a tartan old ladies like trolley thing? Wasn't that cool? It's dark blue. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Do you know what I mean? The ones that you see them, you know, yeah. It, at least in my version of like when you described it before, I thought your folks is like, let's steal some trolleys from Tesco's and try and sell them down a car boot or something. And you'd nah. accidentally run into that and you couldn't go to the hospital because you didn't want to like get in trouble with the police and, and find yeah, out this, this yeah. trolley ring exposed. They wanted know, to keep that's... a pound inside it. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll sex for them out we, later. We can't go to the hospital. They'll find out about the pound. <laughs> well, that's, uh, that's a house where you live, isn't it? A pound. Well, it's definitely a sandwich. Yeah, they did sell some houses for a pound up here, actually. Yeah, they did some terraced houses. You didn't think that was going to be a thing then, did you? But yeah, sadly it was. There's a couple of questions for me I'm going to answer before you carry on uh, that I saw. Um, did Andy RC get the TBS tracer? No, I did not. Uh, where was the other one? Uh, Should we get a quick discussion about that? Does anyone know what it is? I think it's another plug-in module it's, at the back. It's another it? 2.4 system. It's, it's kind of crossfire, but the 2.4 version of it, but not based on LoRa like the other, the other 2.4 systems. Unless I reach out to Trappy, who you know I have a, a good conversations with, and say, "Can I have it?" Then it's like, a, and I'm not one of them people that will just go, "Oh, can I have this?" I just like because it's like extra work, you know. Um, and so, yeah, so no, I'm not. Maybe I'll end up with it at some point, uh, but we'll see. I don't know. It looks cool. I like. I like it. It's like to compete with the Ghost, isn't it? I suppose. Oh, really? Because they're saying it's not it's not long range, although Trappy says you have to do 40 kilometres on one walk. Oh, we got someone, sound effects. Someone yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a train and is walking, running past or something. No, it is, no, it is yeah. faster than Crossfire, though, in terms of latency. To do with the hertz, isn't it? It runs at 222 hertz or something. I was in, looking at it today. That's ghost. In, a couple of weeks, in a couple of weeks' time... Uh, we'll hopefully have Painless back on. Oh, yeah, Leo Gal. All these sorts He's of already got there. one. He's made a video about it already. He had an interview yeah. with Trappy. It was on yeah, yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'd, already, we'd already booked in a, a show. We knew that something yeah. was going to happen. I think it's just basically for racers, isn't it? Close stuff, more bandwidth, more racers on board, faster protocol. Yeah, it's just keeping up with... Um, Immersion RC, but at least there's two companies fighting it out, so we get good products still. And the receivers are minute as well, aren't they? Very I mean, small, yeah. And I think and it's they're, diversity they're doing diversity as well. as well. Yeah, two little, two little tiny antennas. Yeah, looks good. Twenty-five kilometers tracer will do. They say, yeah. Yeah. which is not a long-range system, apparently. Yeah. What? <laughs> if I do a kilometer, I'm like, oh, this is risky. Yeah. What's yeah. that in real money? It's in a quad. <laughs> 25 kilometers in real money. <laughs> Is your mum in town, Jack? <laughs> no, don't pick on my mum. You know she listens to this. Yeah, I have the same son and dad. My thumbs are 200 milliseconds latency, so who cares? <laughs> yeah, I'm the same. I, pick up, I can pick up Crossfire, S-Bus, Spectrum even, and I'm like, PPM, PWM, can't tell the difference. Yeah. So, whatever. Yeah, but these racer guys can, can't they? With the 
They said, I mean, did you watch Thomas? I just watched Thomas's video, actually. Yeah, I watched Thomas's yeah, as well. I watched um, him going around flying perfectly saying, oh, this isn't really my radio. I'm not very good at it yet. <laughs> Doing all the bits through the trees. <laughs> Do you think they really can tell the difference, though? Or is well, it just, say, I mean, you, you, gamers are the same, aren't they? Gamers are like, oh, I need like a, you know, 960 FPS monitor because I can absolutely sense it. But can they really? I could tell the difference between Crossfire and SBUS because I happened to put it on a quad and I literally had my FreeSky receiver, flew it a couple of batteries and I could just flick it over to Crossfire and flew it again and it felt completely different. It did feel much more, uh, I was going to say instant. And then when I went back to SBUS, it felt really weird. All the timings were out. So even a non-racer like me, an old person that's not got many reactions, can feel it. But feeling like, um, I forgot the name of the new product now, that against Crossfire, that's probably more of a, it's, what, it's you a mean tiny go, little go incremental game. Crossfire or? Well, what, whatever it was, what's the new what's the new TPS thing? I've forgotten the one's name. One's Tracer and one. Oh, Tracer. So, so Crossfire was really fast. Uh, Tracer's Tracer's faster, but are you going to feel something between that level of? Only if you're fifteen, according to yeah. um, uh, Thomas, that is that's going to feed through to Crossfire anyways. Eventually, what they're doing with this uh, Tracer system, as in latency and that. So really, it's going to be. Uh, I suppose it's uh, it's all to do with this when you're racing and like Andy was mentioning about the telemetry issue that they have when they all get crossfire together, right, Andy? They turn the telemetry off for that to be able to to handle that. Um, but yeah, so this you know we'll see how all the different protocols or engines or whatever they are all handle each other. Um, it, it can't be bad. More choice, more people competing against each other. All coming out with stuff. Now we just need yeah. a good price war. Bring it all down. It's good for us. <laughs> isn't it? It's always good for us. Yeah. Any, well, anything we... spooky happened to you lot in the last few days? No, it was too rainy for any ghosts. Yeah. Same. I'll come back I'll when work. it's sunnier. It's been horrible this week. I've had two days off. My weekend looks like it's going to be a washout for mountain biking and running around the woods with a gun. I don't know. You need some context with that, Tony. <laughs> sorry, yes, gone, not real gone. Airsoft, sorry. Oh, you're not into uh, airsoft as well, are you? Oh, yeah, I love it. Love it. I've only been doing it a year, and it's great fun. Yeah, he's so a you know, are you an M4 guy, or are you? No, no, no. LSA two on. Honey, honey badger. Oh, okay. Aries, nice. Aries, yeah, that one. What is happening? <laughs> Sorry. We're into no, guns. I don't know, but I think one of them's going to penetrate the other. <laughs> well, that's what we moved out of drones into. So we, we stopped doing drones and we got into airsoft because there's actually less legislation and it's easier, easier to navigate the regulations. Um, than it was than it ever was with drones. Guns, guns are easier regulation than drones. Yeah, and those, oh they, God, you can get metal ones and everything that look real, feel real, work real. Anyway, have we got any scary um, stories? Me earlier. That was that, that was pretty scary. Is that a scary story? That is scary. Yeah, and I told him all about what Andy RC's been up to. That is a scary story. 
For another oh. day, perhaps. Uh, but he says hello anyway. No, I need Famous to call Lee. Player. I need to call Lee actually because I've become He's much very disappointed. Become much better since uh, the last time we spoke. So that's uh, yeah. We need to we need to hang out. Uh, but we can't because this tier business. Everybody, we're all going into tier three now after today. Yeah, we're all we? going to lockdown, won't we? Because France that's and Germany. Are just there. That's a horror story. That's a horror story in itself. Yeah, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Do we move on so, to yes. some horror stories? Horror yes, stories. Yeah. Well, I invited this guest, I Peel here, also known as my arch nemesis, because he had a horror story that I particularly remembered. He was doing some training runs because back in the day, before we cared so much about regulations, we may or may well, he may or may not have been doing a bit of training runs for sort of a, a certain 13 kilometer going out to what was it called? Sea, sea, sea land? That was the oh, idea, was God, it? Or was I mean, it the offshore? Sealand. Well, yeah, no, was it the we, offshore we were, uh, wind thing? Calais. We were going to do Dover to Calais. <laughs> do Dover what? to Calais. <laughs> <laughs> we, we had all manner of things in the planning. I mean, we, we, I mean, just before we gave it up, we had a contract with Bok Gas to buy, uh, to buy hydrogen so that we could lift a, an unpowered glider up to space and fly it back so yeah we 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 were testing we were testing avionics and i don't know where to start really probably probably with rob because it's all rob's fault really isn't it so um i don't know if anyone anyone remembers uh flying wings and and rob um i i was kind of his uh crash test dummy i guess so you know robert guinea pig Robert designed these planes, you know, for like a 3S, um, you know, 2200. And um, and he'd give me like these airframes and say, oh, can you just validate this for me? And of course, I'd, uh, I'd put a dual 100 amp success um, powertrain on it and, um, you know, and fly it around and give it back and say, yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a bit hairy and the CG's not where you think, but, you know, that's fine. It's a you know, good laugh. And, um He'd usually roll his eyes, but one day he just kind of came to me with this thing, and um, it was—I uh, don't know whether it's the um, the bastard child of, a, I think, a, a Venturi. Um, Some—I um, don't know—they're they're, not—they're not Falcon wings, are they? But some um, it's some power trainer, it's like a really yeah. yeah. I and mean, this Venturi. is like the best part of three meters wide, and that's that's a twelve-inch prop on the back of it. So he kind of gives me this and just goes, well, you know, you're you're basically the only that could really kind of touch the sides of this thing, just see what you can do with it. So um, I kind of of kitted it out with like, you know, 433 and uh, 1.3 gigs. And, um, and, you know, in in the day, this this is kind of, this is is, is traveling light when when you're doing long range. And I think full, full disclosure here, a lot of wrong things were done. But um, we kind of went up to probably just south of Bedford somewhere, I think this was, and um, we maidened it. And we got about 37 kilometres out of it on this maiden flight out and then brought it back. And it just didn't even touch the sides of the battery. So, you know, very, very positive. Thought, yeah, you know, there's, there's a lot to, uh, lot to get out of this. So took it back home, uh, rebuilt it as you do. Um, kitted it out with uh, a nice T motor, put a, uh, a 
again, I think that's a 12 by 7 carbon prop on the back of it. Uh, Rekitted out all the avionics, um, all the batteries, um, you know, all the antennas and stuff, and um, prepped it for another long-range test. And um, there it was in the back of my car with all the kit. I'm at work, and I just thought, I know it's there. I know it's in the back of the car. So stupidly, I thought... I just go to the flying site on my own and I, just, I skived off work and I drove to the site and I got set up again. And um, yeah, so that's the, um, that's all you the prop and everything. Company. I do actually, yeah. <laughs> Believe it or not. Oh yeah, they know, know me. Um, so yeah. I got set up um and obviously i mean when you do long range you know you don't exactly do it at your local bmfa club so this is like you know slap bang in the middle of nowhere and um i get set up and um obviously you know you've got all your onboard systems all your you know your high def camera on board you've got the video link coming down you've got your dvr and you've got all your kind of you know um i think we had our dvrs set up so that uh, it always recorded the the audio from the ground station rather than rather than the plane obviously because just nothing's coming down so i got everything set up and um all um all kind of calibrated all my um fail safes and stuff and powered up went to lob it and obviously this is a rear engine plane and as as I kind of pushed forward on it, the plane just completely tipped back and the prop took three slices through the back of my hand. And I think the first thing I heard was just the noise. I mean, just, you know, the, not not like, you know, kind of cutting through flesh and stuff, but just the kind of grunching noise yeah. of the, yeah, of the <laughs> propeller. And then I felt the pain. What size prop was and it? Because it looks like a big plane. It's a carbon fiber. I mean, yeah. Oh, car- so carbon like- fiber, 12, 12 by 7. And did um, it snap? Slicetron. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It, it snapped the prop. So um, you got all carbon it, in the slash. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the full <laughs> lot. And um, so there I am. I mean, blood absolutely everywhere. And. Um, I could. I looked to the back of my hand, and I could actually see. I could actually like looking into the back of my hand. I could actually see inside my hand, and I just oh, thought, yeah. and I am. I'm the founding member of Team Squeamish, and I just thought I'm going to go. Even worse than Harry. So, yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm feeling um, bad now <laughs> with him describing it. So. First thing, I mean, obviously, I had nothing up there with me other than this stuff. So all I had was like a, a fleece on. So I took the fleece off and I wrapped it around the back of my hand. And I just looked at all of the ground station setup, the whole, all of the plane, everything. I just thought, how the f*** am I going to get this back down? It, the road was probably about a kilometre away. Have you been to my field, Wayne? No, no. so it's about a kilometre down this lane. And I just thought... I'm going to have to phone my missus. Like, you know, it's one thing slicing through the back of your hand, but having to actually phone your missus is a completely different thing. So I kind of picked up the phone. Is that why you live in the shed now? Yes. (laughs) 
<laughs> People are asking and for you, picks. <laughs> it's, uh, oh, believe me, the picks are coming. So, anyone that's phoned anyone that's phoned their missus in the middle of the day knows that the conversation's never about you. So, I kind of preempted this, and she picked up the phone, and I was like, "Stop! I've hurt myself. Get and get a medical kit. You know, get a first aid kit, and drive it to the field." And she's like, oh, my God, are you all right? What's happened? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, look, can, can you please just get in the car? So she she gets in the car. She's driving over. And I just look over at all this stuff. And I just think, how the hell am I going to get this down? And I just decide I've got to pack it all up. And I just chuck it. Oh, so did I keep the blood on the wing? Yes, I did. And I think there's some on my ground station. I should probably find it. But um, so I managed to kind of pack everything at the best I could. I mean, I basically got one and a half hands. I chuck it all in like this um, in the long grass. And then um, I just start to feel really weak. So I phoned my missus again. I said, look, uh, I don't think I'm going to make it. I think I'm going to pass out. You're going to have to phone an ambulance. <laughs> so she's like, oh, my God, are you all right? Blah, 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 blah. So I'm like trying to console her <laughs> while like trying desperately not to pass out. And uh, so she's like, yeah, okay, I'll phone the ambulance. So she phones the ambulance. And then I kind of come round a bit and I think okay I can make it to the road so I walk down to the road and she pulls up and finds me kind of slumped over at the side of the road and then she tries to cancel the ambulance and of course you once you find an ambulance you can't cancel an ambulance so this ambulance has to turn up get me in the back of the car in the back of the ambulance and all the time my wife is just now just obsessed with what's gone on with my hand she's like one to like kind of look at the wound and she's getting me to open it up she's like really interested in kind of you know all the tendons and stuff that are moving around oh, wow. <laughs> there's me just going I can't even look at it just, <laughs> so I, I I've got my hand like that while she's looking at it because if I look at it I'm just gonna I, I'm just gonna pass out so the ambulance arrives anyway we get in the back of the ambulance and this this guy's like look um I don't want you to worry you but this is a big thing this isn't like just kind of, yeah, this isn't just to bandage you up and send you on your way. Yeah. So they take me to Milton Keynes. I've got <laughs> all the Ninas on. Um, and be, uh, NJ way. Sorry to interrupt you. You must be near NJ then. Do you know NJ? He's Bedford area, isn't he? NJ. Uh, I don't know. Just Google the sexiest man on earth and he should come up. <laughs> <laughs> really? I don't know. <laughs> Don't, don't do that because your wife might what you know look at your Google history and think. <laughs> can't be any worse. <laughs> yeah, I'm the, actually in Bedford, so in I, Bedford. I live. Um, I live in Bedford. Do you know where the big hangers are in Bedford? Cardington. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, everyone, doxing. I'm not doxing. Shutting up. Yeah, I've flown around Cardington. Yeah. Not, not, not the big thing. Do you know, I was just asking if a new NJ is all from the show. No. 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 Gave up and started shooting people, Gaia. So anyway, <laughs> so we get to the hospital and I'm in one of these bays and they're, they're literally just about to sew me back up. Like there's some nurses kind of there prepping this kit to sew me back up. And this doctor just kind of pokes his head around the curtain like, what's going on? And she goes, oh, he's uh, hurt his hand. And he goes, oh, what on? And she goes, oh, propeller. And obviously... <laughs> the puzzlement on this guy because like when someone says propeller you must think like oh you know full size so this guy's obviously thinking well 
how has he even got a hand still? So it's like, oh, let me have a look at it. And he kind of looks in and you again, you can, he pushes my wife out of the way, who's kind of still obsessed with it. And he looks in and he just goes, Aylesbury. He's got to go and get assessed at Aylesbury. So we have to drive down to Aylesbury. And they give me, because um, it's the NHS, they give me a couple of ibuprofen for my trouble and uh, send me on my way down to Aylesbury. And um, they then take eight hours to assess me. Wow. And um, eventually we managed to kind of get it assessed. And he said, yeah, you've been through a tendon. So um, he was like, um, we're not going to operate on you tonight. We do those. We do basically idiotic drone tendon operations um, <laughs> every Friday. So I'm just going to bandage you up and um, and send you on your way, and you'll come back for an operation on Friday. So he kind of um, he does that to me, um, which is nice. So that's um, that's what I have to put up with. And and then at least yeah, it's fun though. Uh, yeah, which um, it still flies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, funny you should say that, but yes, I could still fly. <laughs> so, um, so they send me home like that, and they—they're literally inside there. It's like an open wound. Um, they just didn't even bother. He said, "I'm not going to stitch it up. There's no point because we're going to operate you on in a few days." So, um, so they sent me home like that. So that is how I had to go into work the next day. <laughs> Wow. And and explain uh, explain that one away. Um, so I went in there, and um, then they operated on the Friday, and I had three tendons repaired. Um, literally the worst thing I've ever had because like when you have tendon surgery, they, um, I mean they're stitching together tendons. I got no idea how they do it, but you cannot move your hand at all through it. And they ended up putting a tourniquet on me. Um, I was in a to stop bleeding through, so they put a tourniquet on me for forty-five minutes. Um, can't can move your that, hand. I'm sorry, do can't they do, do it anything. in a local then, or is this a general? Uh, local. It's all local oh, anaesthetic. Man. Yeah, how yeah, yeah. You, how are you distracting yourself? This is literally the worst person oh. in the world. <laughs> so they also they draw right. This is you get you get extreme confidence from the f- the fact that the guy in pre-op gets a permanent marker out and draws an arrow on your hand as to where they've got to work on you <laughs> yeah so, i had that and um and you get in and i walked into the theater so i walk into the theater and um, they're all there, like getting prepped up. And there's this huge table. Obviously, you're not normally meant to see it. I think you're normally out out of it by then. But they kind of go up, hop on the bench, and he goes, "Oh, what music do you want on?" And I'm like, "Come again." Oh. And he goes, "Oh yeah, well, you know, it'll calm you down. What, what music do you want on?" I just went, "Whatever the surgeon wants. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> whatever the surgeon wants on, I'm cool with it." So I had about four guys operating around me. So I was, um, it was about an hour and a half in total. 45 minutes I was in a tourniquet so it cuts off all the blood supply to your hand and the worst by a country mile was after the operation when they took the tourniquet off and you feel the blood coming back to your hand and the pain of the of the blood just coming back into back into all the vessels it's just it's the most painful thing I've ever felt and then, so three months of post-op, um, you know, with exercise balls and stuff like that, 
Um, but you know, at that point, at, at that point, I could fly. So you can see there, that's some thermoplastic that's kind of holding my hand, uh, holding my fingers in place. Yeah. Um, but then there's a bit where, because obviously you've got scabs on your tendon, so you're like, there's you've you've actually got to break through the scabs. So you have to kind of keep exercising and stuff. Yeah, it wasn't great. I, um, that's not how how is did it get back hundred percent? So the oh yeah 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 oh. i mean uh, i'm i'm going to stop sharing that for uh, you're, you're probably you're probably losing um you can see just can you see kind of there and oh, no, i've yeah. got like a little yeah yeah but there's like this little kind of thing i don't know whether they left something in me like a bit of carbon fiber or something but there's a solid bit there that could be um, but you, ha you have to keep have doing that so and i wasn't doing that enough which means i i ended up locking it up and um they, I mean, they, they just told me off all the time. They said, look, you can't break it. It's, it's fully healed. You've got to exercise, otherwise you'll lose all the, uh, all the kind of capability in your hand. So, and there was a bit where I just did that one day and then it just went clunk like that. And I must have just kind of peeled the scab off or something inside the oh. tendon. So, yeah. 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 Not, not ideal. So yeah, um, uh, props off. But th this was actually taking launch, off. So this me. was actually uh, in launch. So I had a newfound respect for um, for large prop planes. And then uh, from then on, from on then your on, own since. Huh? Have you gone out on your own and launched stuff since? Uh, yeah, yeah. It took me a while to get back into it, but I mean that that one, um, no. Um, it was bungee launch from then on. It was on the naughty. It was on the naughty shelf for um, for about three months, and then uh, started to fly again. I flew at Great Hazley, didn't I? I did the um, the tower trip. To, I think so. Um, I still remember the bungee launch because that had. Didn't the bungee launch have plenty of like hilarity in like that bungee's whoop until you get it going right the the right time? Yeah, it's always. Um, yeah, it always takes you, you, you basically just got to pull on it until you absolutely can't pull any farther. But uh, Bruno used it a while. Um, that's what the jet was launched off, wasn't it? Um, a few times. So it got, so, got some good action. But I still yeah. think Andy RC's walking into a granny trolley story is worse. Yeah, <laughs> it's worse. <laughs> not FTV related though, is it? And it's definitely yeah. not worse because I didn't have to have anything sewn back on. Well, not yet anyways. But the irony is we never actually did the trip. So that was it. The um, the maiden flight was the farthest we actually went with that one. Wow. That's a shame. But there's there's always time. You can still you can really? still go back if if the time strikes. You just don't I think times make may it have changed public. Since then. That we was uh, that that it. was that was in the Wild West days. Yeah. So I think times have changed a bit now. A little bit. Thank you for that. I feel that is uh, pretty much horrific. <laughs> this episode was recorded in front of a live online audience, downloaded and edited to make sense when it's played audio only, censored to please the iTunes people, hosted on the internet, forwarded through to your podcast provider, downloaded, playing on your device, and is now playing in your ears. All thanks to our Patreons. Consider joining them and you'll also get other online benefits. Find out more at patreon.com forward slash let's drone out. Well, shall I shall I give you the other story from somebody else I collected a story from, which he's decided to remain uh, anonymous, but um, he, he may be someone we both know, Neil. Um, so the story is my friend was, it was back in the day, so he was flying a Skywalker because that's what everybody had 
in in FPV back then. Um, yeah. And he was he was flying it around, and he had his old Tenergy Nine X with the Free Sky module, which is what everybody had uh, until we we got the Tyrannus. And back then, th- that came with this little insert with you could put like eight AA batteries in it, and it started beeping. He's like, "Oh no, my batteries are running low." And he was flying around. He had RG Pilot going. He's, he's he thought, "Oh no problem." I'll just take the batteries out and replace them because RG Pilot will just return home. It'll do a nice figure eight. So he, he opens the radio up and takes the batteries out and uh, starts getting his other batteries to put them in. And he's noticing the plane's not doing a figure eight. It seems to be just sort of flying, but it, it's keeping level. It's going okay. So there's no problems. He puts his new batteries in. His new batteries are flat. So the, the problem is now that um, he's got no radio. He's taken the batteries out. He's put other batteries back in. The plane has basically flown away and it's keeping going. It's not coming back. Um, he, he thought about running back down to his house to get some more batteries to, to plug them in, but he figured this would be a half an hour trip and it would probably be out of sight. So instead he sort of watched it through his goggles as far as he could go. And after about sort of five kilometers, he lost signal and it just kept on going. What had happened is he hadn't set up his fail safe correctly. So instead of going into return to home, it went into fly by YA which is just, if everybody knows, it's mm. just basically stabilised. It doesn't It doesn't try and keep a direction. It doesn't try and keep a height. It just flies stabilised. Yeah, exactly. So basically he'd lost the plane, but um, I sort of chatted with him and we sort of figured out a sort of a search pattern and, and most likely where it would be. And we figured if he got on there and, and drove down there quickly and, and tried to sort of look in fields and maybe got like a quad in the air, um, he'd be able to find it. And surprisingly, he did find it. It was over 10 miles away it had basically <laughs> gone along um and then the engine had cut and it had come back down and he was surprised there was absolutely no damage now the the interesting thing about this because that's not a particularly interesting story as it is there is when he got the sd card and he looked at the the last bit of footage on it and this is it coming down to land and you will notice those power lines and to remind you, <laughs> this is not under any control. This is, this is just on its own, it's, uh, gliding. Is there sound? Look what happens here. The actual noise that happened when that plane went through the power lines. And that was picked up just from that little, um, a little even 808 or a Mobius picked up that noise as it went through. Which it was is quite trying amazing. it went through more than anything, wasn't it? <laughs> That is madness. Unbelievable. Not the little wooden pole power lines. No, no, no. Proper, proper side, but like main, Pylon. you know, the proper national grid. <laughs> proper like, stuff. Makes um, fluorescent tubes fluoresce if you stick it in the ground sort of thing. <laughs> um, if you stand near it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that, I, I think that would have been more known about if it had hit one of those power lines. <laughs> there would definitely yeah. been some sparks at the very least. Reminds me of that old frisbee advert. <laughs> you, you know the ones you can't get. <laughs> I know the ones. Let's just go back and get it. Yeah, yeah. that's it. I think I've got a YouTube video where I pull up. I think it is in a, a Hornet, and I pull up and I actually go through the three power lines. You know the wooden poles. I actually yeah. go. I go in between the three. I've got one of that on with one of my freestyle videos. Go up through. This is this is live on air, everyone. so of course the thing with mine as well is um i've got all the ground station footage and refuse to watch it being squeamish i I I did ask you somewhere on my footage (laughs) you haven't looked at it yet 
the only the only way I would end up watching that footage is if I accidentally come across it <laughs> and and play it, thinking it's something else. There's no way I could watch that back. Uh, I'm gonna have a go at sharing uh, wins. Uh, Let's see what wind did. Hopefully you can hear this. If not, shout and I'll fiddle about a bit more and we can get something else. Now, we had a little bit of issue because we had to move the start gate because the start gate originally was directly in front of us and someone said, hmm, bit of a danger that if we hit that. So, okay, this week we moved it and I moved it into a place for safety. Unfortunately, couldn't move it any further because there's some logs in the way. You can see my flying skills getting a little bit ropey here. Um been flying around the track a little bit and uh yeah i'm swinging all over the place now Ooh, i've lost it a bit there we go and you can see the logs in the way so i couldn't put that the gate there so i fly through the gate and then i hit it and i cartwheel all over the place and uh you know, you've kind of seen some cars there and oh hello there's two cars okay so basically i hit the gate and cartwheeled all the way past all the people and in between the two vehicles. How, I don't know. And how I didn't hit anything, I still don't know. So, basically, you can see, as you follow this gentleman here, it went right between them two cars, and that's the donut sitting down that flow. That's me. Yep. <clears throat> so every good pilot, what do they do? Well, quickly have a look around and uh, dumpty dum da dum pick up the card and uh, yeah, no one saw it. No one right saw it. Yeah, it's everything's okay. Okay, they've all got their heads on. Some that's a quick look. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Seems to have got away with that one. Let's put it down. And what do you do? You fly Very and nice. carry on around the course. So, uh, I think I got away with that one, um, but. Uh, no, um, one of the pilots didn't have his goggles on and did see what was going on and uh, definitely reported to me. So next time, I think I'll be moving the start gate. I just didn't like the way Wynn picked it up by the prop oh. <laughs> while it was old. <laughs> Things like that. I'll just pick it up by the prop. It'll be all right. It won't arm. Nah, that wasn't too bad, Wynn. Uh, I'd like to give a shout out to Win. Actually, he's sending me some props um, for my silly whoop. Thank you, mate. Oh, lovely! The six yeah. blade ones. Yeah, because I I haven't got a um, Banggood. I don't deal with any of that. So I just asked him where he got them, and he was like, oh, "I've got them from Banggood." But so he's going to send me some. So thank you, Win. You win. Oh, Is this a good time to talk about Tony's chin? Yeah, leading yes, on nicely. Tony. We can talk about my. Chin. I can take a punch on this chin. It's not a glass Sorry chin. There, when I when I first saw the pictures, I thought, oh, he's he's scoffed this sandwich and he's let the jam go everywhere. What's what's wrong with the man? <laughs> Bloody vegan animal. What what exactly happened on on this one, Tony? This was race practice. This was a few years ago when I was when I used to race. Probably five four years ago. Race practice. I can't even remember where we were. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we were racing around a track. I crashed. I said, right, everyone, I'm going out on track. Made sure I told everyone, I'm going out on track. I'm going out on track. I'm going to get my quad. Walked over to pick up my quad. 
picked it up, unarmed it, pulled the battery out, and as I was coming up like that, like a like, like in the bad boys slow mo, this quad just went bang, and it was a five S quad with GoPro and everything on it, straight in straight into my face, and I was I just went down and it was just like this, and I was uh, the pain was just. Oh, so bad, so so bad. I was just like, oh my god! I'm um, one of my mates, Rich, come over, took his t-shirt and just literally stuffed it in my all around here because I had there was blood just <laughs> squirting That's everywhere. All you need, you're bleeding, and someone puts their sweaty bloody t-shirt <laughs> right under your nose. No, disgusting. And I was just like, oh my god! And he called the called the ambulance and everything, and they took about an hour to get there. And I was so scared, like I was didn't want to talk because it hurt so much. I literally thought my chin was smashed to bits. I had no teeth. I was too scared to even move my tongue around my mouth, just just because I thought it was just really. Uh, anyway, anyway, I went to hospital, and it it I ended up having about six or seven stitches, and it it wasn't that bad after all. I broke the bloke's quad. I'm, I'm never going to name who it was who done it. <laughs> I will. If you ever meet me, I'll tell you exactly who it was, <laughs> little prick. But yeah, I never never said it was. But the worst thing was is that I said what? I'm I'm going out on the track, and then they took off from that start point and flew. It's not as if they were already going around the track. They took off and then, you know, and I'd said, I'm, I'm out on the track. But The thing with the hospital is you have to answer the same questions over and over again as you see all the different people at the hospital. It's well, like the, the amount was. of times you have to explain what happened. Yeah. I mean, when, when the ambulance said, remove your T-shirt, and I, I went like that, he went, yeah, you're going to need plastic surgery, son. And I thought, <laughs> oh, great. It, it doesn't look that bad. Yeah. Are those stitches yeah. or beard? Uh, where does one end and the other begin? Blue, yeah. I'm bruising around the mouth. This is like, I don't know, five hours into it. But this is, yeah, that was... Uh, that Poor was guy the, saying was, about plastic surgery he doesn't realise that Tony is actually that ugly. <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, I'm, I just, I'm, I feel I was lucky that it hit me in the chin. Basically, yeah. it hit me in the, the hardest bit of my face. If it had got me there, there, eyes, throat, I don't know, could have been. I like you could cover up as well, Tom, because you cover yeah, up. So, I mean, if I shave, you can see a scar. And I did for about a year have really bad, you know, I could push the bone and it would hurt, but. Oh. Feels good now, but that was a 5S quad with a GoPro on into my chin and I broke his frame. So get in. Anyone wants to fight, come on. I've got, <laughs> I've got so is, Does this mean there's GoPro footage of it hitting your chin somewhere? There was. I told him to delete it. I, I watched yeah. it and I said, delete that. It's horrific. It was horrible. Just see me stand up and go, yeah. <laughs> 5S. 5S as well. Ouch. Okay. Yeah, I thought I literally thought when it happened, it was such a loud thing. I just thought, oh my god, this is bad. And then when that guy was like, oh, "You're going to need plastic surgery," I was like, "Oh, for God's sake!" 
Call me Katie Price, but it, it was not too bad in the end. But that was my Halloween horrific story, and I hope it never happens again. So be beware. You guys are incredibly safe. When I uh, that's what I said to you, wasn't it? When I was flying with you at first, and and your response was, "Ah, uh, yeah, we've had a few problems." Few <laughs> accidents. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why. Uh, um, that's why I quit flying nitro. Is the the danger of it? It can be dangerous. And electric is so much more uh, safer, in my opinion, than uh, than nitro. What? Because you you can't basically stop it nitro once it's going whereas electric at least you've got arm disarm stop the motors and stuff so yeah good story to, well not good story but you know glad you're okay i'm good man but um maybe that's what stopped me from racing in the end <laughs> i did actually was scared of the noises for like the the next year you know that when they turn corners and that, I used to flinch. Like, but <clears throat> no, you must I'm be right. terrified flying that silly whoop. Then that's so loud. I'm frightened, and I know it's in front of me taking off, not coming at me. It's like, Ugh. shall I uh, share another of the the ones that were sent in to us? I have a feeling that we'll, we'll we might go a bit over this week, but uh, are we showing the ones that, that came from a certain Fraser person? Because that that is. The nastiest pictures I've seen. Nearly an hour already. That's incredible. Well, I was I was gonna do I was gonna do the uh I don't know if they want want us reading their names out, but I was going to do the one in uh a Belgian army base in Germany. Okay, yeah, that's okay. fair. I heard that one, so go for it. So the 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 text that goes along with it is Go read it in a spooky voice, Frank. It's not really written spookily, so it's not going to work. The, this great FPV spot is an old Belgian Germany army, uh, Belgian army base in Germany. Get the words out right. Belgians left around 25 years ago, and it has been abandoned ever since. We walked around the place checking for soft targets. Good, nobody around. And with only a few places to go in that were not overgrown, we thought we were safe. Besides that, there are holes in the roof and it was collapsing, so we just didn't expect people inside. Even when we crashed inside, we were hesitant and walked on our toes to get the quad back. So five lipos later, with two spotters keeping an eye out and us constantly flying through the buildings, this happened. So, Curry, you now right. Uh, flying through the buildings, in and out. Very nice flying. Good penetration into the building. Lots of uh, open doors and windows to fly through. Graffiti. Lots of graffiti, yeah. Flying out the windows. Ooh, calm down, Charpoo. Up and over the roof. Looking good. And if you're, if you're um, listening on podcast, maybe you should tune in on a Thursday evening and watch it live. Very much more visual. Tony. And oh, what are we doing there? Oh, 8, 8, 8 p.m. A little move. Oh, what's that? There's a whole bunch of people outside. There's a bunch of people with backpacks has, has appeared from nowhere. There's like about six people there. So he comes oh, down over the target. top of the building into another building, and there's literally one, two, three, four people. He narrowly, narrowly missed. 
Good oh, flying. Um, that was nice. Shall I do my poop shoot? Geek. I might subscribe to Audio Geek. I think on, we're we're building up to your one, Jack. Where I, do people I, find I need... these places to fly? Oh, no, it's brilliant. Not, not in, in England, England because yeah. there's a postage stamp size place. Someone <laughs> built a house on it. Well, I've I've lined I've lined um, the old editor on for a phone call to help talk through what happened and then the aftermath of mine. So anyway, I had let me let me just call the old editor. And you don't have on the line. <laughs> there we go. Can you still hear the ghost noises. Alright, so how much did you say it was for a gram? Uh, <laughs> 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 I didn't, I didn't really, I was expecting another phone. Oh, uh, no worries. Um, well, it's two quid per gra- gram for catnip. Oh, oh so good. Anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm live on Let's Drone Out. That you are. Do you want to tell them who you are? No. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is the old editor. And um, we we went to uh, like we got invited by uh, what was it called um, first person view to like do they were location scouting for like drone racing and me and you went to meet them and it was the Brighton Sewer Tour isn't that right? Yes, correct. Do you remember what I found outside of the sewer tours? Um, at least one syringe. <laughs> yeah, hypodermic <laughs> syringes. So it was that should have been a warning to us all. But anyway, I'm playing the video where really I'm warning. I'm I'm there and I'm looking scared, and you're there, and you you pussy you out, didn't you? Yeah, I didn't really want to go in a tunnel um, that was just covered in. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just make a fair point. So, so that that alarm you hear is if there's too much um, methane and you're going to choke to death on the fumes of. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, she was very attractive. Uh, there's there's uh, Simon and Fair. She's very attractive. However, she works in a. Sewer, so you might want to bear <laughs> yeah. that one in mind. Yeah, what were you thinking? Because you've got the most intent look on your face, Amaseed. <laughs> Did you just want to get out of there? Well, can you describe to the to the listeners what the smell was like? Who? Um, no, I can't. It's indescribable <laughs> I've never I've never smelled anything like it before or since oh and he's spent so, time at Jack's so <laughs> yeah uh, Frank spent yeah. time at Jack's so they've got all these beautiful uh, lit up like things it's now. nothing like that around there and then you have to wear you have to wear helmets and this is the point where Anasim was like don't give me one I don't want to know I'm out he's like peace out Mother huggers, I'm done. Um, and, and Simon's so going to go to this point. This was a potential race. Yeah. So the, the thing is, with being down there, is that it's quite, I would say, a wet environment. The walls <laughs> sweat. Like everything is just wet 
and horrible. And there's this this poo water. That's not rain. That's We're underground. Sad. Do you see that? Do you see that there? The hang on, let me just pull feel the drips down. Like it is so so the thing is, um when we were walking down the, the tunnel that you can now that. see. Do you wanna do you wanna give the little mud comment? <laughs> do you remember like the bits of <laughs> oh don't worry it's just mud and uh, <laughs> do you want to tell them what you said um, I, if, if I could remember then I would oh you were like that ain't mud <laughs> uh, I can't believe oh, you took your drone down here Jack uh, what was you thinking a load of horrible memories yeah alright I'll let you go I, I, a load I, of well, thank you for bringing me in as part of this <laughs> yeah. horrific, horrific oh, reenactment. Yeah, I, I love you, Aniseed. Take care. It's got all the glamour okay. for a drone race. Right? I'm waiting on another phone call. All right, buddy. All right, good luck getting drugs. See you later. Bye. 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 So um, the thing is with damp environments and electronics... <laughs> Like, you really can't see anything, and uh, electronics don't like it when they get all... Look at it. Look at the glistening, like, just horrible. This is this is my form of fresh hell. This was a nightmare. Did you have... And, did you... Was you... Did you have problems before you went down there? You know, with your no. ill health. Yeah, look, you, you just, you just, look, that was, I took off in toilet water. This is really This isn't just like a five inch quad, is it? What were you doing? No, I was forming an eight inch H quad. Look at the size of the shadow. And then you get down there and you can't see it. This is completely dark. Look at it, they're trying to shine a light, and then the signal's giving out because the water's made of yeah. I hope I hope the volume isn't too it, But yeah, it was it was horrible. Sorry about the zip tie. It was just it was absolutely like horrible in there. So yeah, you walk they get you to the auto game is just reducing the volume of everything coming from you. So for a bit oh, of it sorry. we just couldn't hear you there. I mean, what we oh, expected, Jack? We expected. I don't know. Roses or something. Come on, man! It's, it's a sewer. An amazing tunnel to fly through, just full of fresh water as all the sewage is flushed out. Fair, you're probably the only person in the whole world who's flew a quad down in the sewers. And he will continue to be the only person. <laughs> <laughs> It brings some extra risk, though, doesn't it, to crash it? Yeah. You know, if you're going to go and get your quad back, you're really, really going to think twice, aren't you, before yeah. you take that risk? You're really yeah. in the yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah. So, like, you fly, and there's, like, massive, like, massive, like, you know, just tubes going across. Look at the toilet wall. You just literally... Oh, my God. You're standing in it. Just you, you've got no choice. It's everywhere. It's on the walls... It's on your face. I literally, I burn all of my clothes. I don't <laughs> own a was, Do you want to go on the tour or not? You know? No. no. It was, oh, it was horrendous. Like the, like the so, um, so they held a race there then, yeah? 
No, no, it was impossible. So the the trouble is with that sort of damp, wet, horrible environment Bad. was that it, electronics do, uh, tend to tend to not like it. And basically, what happened was we went to this bit, which is further on, and you see here, like there's you catch you got you got that sort of edge wall bit. So you're, what we're in is the overflow tunnel. So that light there will turn red and start, and you'll hear klaxons. And that is, all I can say, is basically a river of sewage. And if all of a sudden it rains, you've got 15 minutes to, like, uh, two minutes to get out. So if it suddenly starts hammering down with rain, all this will flood and you will die and drown in feces and piss uh so yeah that is a full-on river there so we we hang out here and this is a bit they're like oh go to the bit more the go to zone e it's a bit more open and you know there's two lights there and, and as you can see it's not it's not very good light so anyway i'm like okay i'll see but look there's just there's just like river of just thing and we're taking off from hand oh, from your hand and, and and the camera's all wet now because it's just sweaty. It's just humid and horrible and gross. And then you 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 take off. And then to cut a long story short, you know, I'm flying, I'm hovering around, you know, I'm you know, just testing it out. I can't really go far. And then I go into this other tunnel that's even wetter. That's not mud, by the way. <laughs> you see there, hang on, you can see people's footprints. Uh, yeah, there. Uh, that's, yeah. That's, that's not mud. Uh, that's that's something else, and it, it definitely smelt like something else. So this this is what I class as the tunnel of doom, and we fly there, you know, and I'm flying down there, and I'm you know I'm having a good time, and then it's so dark, and then all of a sudden, as I come back to the opening, my quad starts to freak out. I don't actually hit anything. Hang on. So I come, I go in, I'm like, so this. So I turn around, I come back, and then all of a sudden, just starts freaking out, going up on the wall, and you saw my prop down. And all I can say was that I, the trouble is with spinning props and mud that's not mud, is that it then decides to flick all over me and everything you can't even see out of the camera anymore it is horrendous and um yeah and uh yeah you can see all the you know where they rinse stuff down there's me actually wanting to die and uh yeah i'm like oh do i really want to touch it i just take it by the camera and uh, yeah, I'm as you can see, I am absolutely covered in feces. So this Fantastic. was scoping out. This was scoping out potential sites, wasn't it? For a yeah, you'd hope, probably hope. seen all those. You'd seen all those funky venues that the Drone Racing League have been to, and you thought we can do that, but in Brighton. Yeah, yeah. Well, I thought it was for the new recording studio for LDO. <laughs> uh, no, funny enough. Um, uh, FX Node had a question. Why? Yep. To to search for spots. I didn't really know. 
<laughs> like, but this was for an official kind of race, I guess, because it's first person yeah. view. I mean, they were trying. Yeah, that's what you wanted to do. Um, yeah, and I, I didn't really. I don't know. I don't know what was wrong with me. I didn't really think about it. I just kind of showed up and. <laughs> well, anywhere was going to be better than that school playing field the first year they did it, and that that yeah. that sports hall. I would yeah, have preferred um, to be in a uh, in a sewer than that. No, no, I would rather live there for a year yeah. than be in that sewer ever again. Uh, so what I wanted to do, um, but the edit, the old editor left, was I came out of there and I went up to him and I said, uh, he he worked close by and I went to his work and I said, I can't, he's like, come in. I said, I can't come in. I said, grab some dettol. And he grabbed some dettol and I said, just spray me and he starts spraying me and then I said no in the face and he paused this and he goes are you sure and I was like yep my eyes and everything and I just <laughs> let him spray just hardcore dental I was like no I need it more up my nose uh my ears I I just like, luckily, I just put my key in the door when I got home and I, I, my neighbours saw my ass because I just took all my clothes off. To be fair, Jack, okay. most of that was probably yours. Yeah. <laughs> Turned my trousers upside down, emptied my trousers on the doormat and then took my shirt off and everything, threw them outside, went in, just got in the shower and um, just scrubbed myself within an inch of my life and then came down in a towel, grabbed my wallet um, and, and my stuff with, with gloves and that. And then once I got dried, I went outside and when I got dressed with gloves on, picked up all my clothes and my shoes, just put them directly in the bin. And I put the quad in the bin. And then I decided I'm going to buy a Tyrannus. <laughs> and then put my old transmitter in the bin. And uh yeah, just oh and if you ever wonder why I don't fly with the Yan Lanyard, it's because Matt went in the bin as well. <laughs> <laughs> that is bloody disgusting. Yeah, and then I was ill for two weeks after. It was the worst. <laughs> That's why I don't mind sharing a room with Tony. I am not that disgusting. No, and I, but and I, I don't I, I smell nice. Yes, exactly. And he takes condoms everywhere with him. I'm <laughs> ginger. I'm not actually gingy. That's way. a Halloween story if ever you heard it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you want to, when when the whole COVID thing's over and you're somewhat either disappointed that you didn't die or you really want to know what it's like to be alive or you go, actually, I want to find out if lockdown really is that bad, you can book sort uh, sewer tours with uh, Brighton Sewer Tours, and you go down the seafront, and you can go there, and you can go on that lovely tour that I went on. I don't know why would. Don't bring a drone, and go on a day with expected rain, and you might die. Have fun. Sold that. Any more horror stories, or is that the last horrific I've just put one? put one in the private chat, if someone wants to read that one out. We've been sent in. All right, do we have any pictures to go with? Hang on, ghost noise. Hang on, ready? Ghost noise? I've got plenty, but i got no pictures. 
Probably pretty yeah. tame compared to the stories most people have, but here goes. Scary. I was flying at my usual spot that has a nice tall cell tower at the far end. I decided to do some dives and some flights where you fly up the tower, cut the throttle and fall back down. Well, I misjudged it slightly and after cutting the throttle, the drone, brackets fully loaded with a nice new GoPro Hero 7, drifted up and into the antenna, landing upside down on the top, wedged wedged in the wires. I panicked, randomly tossed the sticks in all directions, and by some miracle, it dropped off the antenna and was able to fly back to me. The whole incident only lasted a few seconds, but felt like an hour. When I got the drone back and landed at my feet, I was seriously shaking. I do have GoPro footage of the entire thing, but never posted it. Don't really want the cell phone companies to see videos of my props trying to saw their way out of a bunch of wires. <laughs> That's a good illustration of when something does go wrong, time goes very slowly as you're panicking trying to uh, get the thing sorted and back to you. I bet they check their phone as well for signal as well. <laughs> <laughs> no signal. Ah! <laughs> that was good. God, that's an angry beaver that's crawled, crawled up the top there and nibbled at these cables. <laughs> <laughs> I want to give a shout out um, to... I've lost it now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was so heartfelt, Andy. Well done. Well, well, well good. I want to give a shout out. And Corey, you'll know this person. Uh, Carol, Caroline Ty, Tyler RC. And I know oh, you yeah. know... You, uh, you've liked a couple of her videos. Um, me and my friend Phil have been doing head tracking and we've really been struggling to get hold of head trackers. And Carolyn stepped up uh, from my video and she's sending me a head tracker. So thank you, Carolyn. Oh, well done. Carolyn Tyler, Aussie. not only that, she has, and Curry can confirm this for me, she has an awesome uh, FPV channel. She's only got 98 subscribers. Get, get her on the LDO. Get her over 100. Ooh. No, absolutely stunning. Like she's doing EGF, she's doing FPV. Uh, that's my shout out. Thank you. Is she is great. And she's she's always there when, um, if if you want to play online on my sim, she will she will say. be there on the first release. And me and Frank have, uh, we've been there flying with her as yeah, well on the sim. very kind. And, and like my friend Phil's getting into this head tracking, but the one we've got is borrowed. Uh, from somebody and she just yeah have my one thank you it's so kind this is a great community thank you carry on back to the gore back to the gore gore warning everybody it was a dark and stormy night and due to the lovely weather george decided to go for a fly little did he know it would be his undoing he looked into the rain, a flash of lightning and a rumble of thunder as he wound up to throw his mini talon. A werewolf ran at him and knocked a propeller of the plane into his hand. He died. True story. And he uh, adult. Oh, 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 what? Oh. <laughs> and by that what reaction, even is that? That yeah, is the worst curry you've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of red uh, there's a lot of and, a lot of crimson going on there in in yep. some toilet roll yeah and uh some some bits of finger somewhere in there lots of red uh in in his lap uh yes yeah, so that's that's all nice 
I think we can forgive him even for using portrait instead of landscape in these circumstances. <laughs> Normally, I wouldn't let it go, but I will this time. That's what my hair looks like that is. That was not nice. Any more disgusting pictures? Oh, Oh. That's that's the repaired finger. Oh, I I, I do not endorse any of this. What is that on the right, though? Is that that even a normal finger? (laughs) (laughs) I think that was. Is that a carrot? I mean, what is that? (laughs) (laughs) I mean,. I'm trying to do a digit count. Is that... <laughs> oh, that's not nice. No, His other finger couldn't be rescued, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, it's uh, some nice bruising, some nice swelling. Uh, do we know who that's from? Oh, you're going to be using your left hand for a while, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know. I might feel like someone else. <laughs> so that, that was uh, the story submitted by Fraser about George was the pilot who sliced his finger open on a mini talon. George, that is horrible. I think that's the problem. It's fine. Throwing throwing a plane with a prop at the back is fine if you follow through all the way and and get it. But if something goes wrong, if it suddenly tips up or a bit of wind hits you, then you're suddenly faced with a very different problem. (laughs) And there's not... All the throwing technique in the world is not going to help you when uh, something's just gone out of line like that. I mean, do you remember that twin prop I had? That was a nightmare to throw. That was crazy. That we we can just... incriminate you more. This was the twin prop plane was so crazy. It did naught to one kilometer in like fifteen seconds, and we're talking upwards, not out. Yeah, it, it was just straight um, up, ground, like ground, ground to cloud in about thirty-five seconds. It was insane, and it would just literally piss off the minute you let go of it. You didn't have to throw it; you just kind of. Held it Dropped. in midair, throttled up, let go, and it just it just went through Mental. your hand. Yes, <laughs> yeah, um, that that went bungee launch after after said <laughs> accident. That's just oh, as well because that would have caused more damage. Let's face yeah, it. that that would have that would have taken the hand. I I think that's where we have to round up this week's extended Halloween special. Don't, uh, don't forget, thank you to all our Patreons that keeps this show alive yeah. and stops Frank from killing us all. And uh, thank you for paying our editor. Thank you to everyone who tunes in. Don't forget, we're at 8pm uh, GMT time now, not plus one. Um, if you've missed the show, uh, hopefully, if someone feels well enough, I'll have a good guest tomorrow and I will be on Winter Blues channel on Halloween. I don't know what time, but I will be there and I will call my wife. And uh, if anyone, if, if three people could buy my stickers, that would be amazing. And then I would have sold 30. And then Frank quite <laughs> laughed at me. Actually, 30 stickers. 30 packs. I've got to get Frank to do some more working out to see whether I've actually can make right. the weight. Where's the break even <laughs> point? Is it like 30 or 70 <laughs> or something? It's 70 for the regular stickers and then it's 30 for the uh, the two four stickers. Chinese. Um, I don't, well, I don't know when. Because he writes abusive stuff about me on them. No, there is, there is a choice now. You can now select. I will have to write nice things about Tony oh, on there as well. Please pick them ones, guys. Frank told me off and he's like, add it. And I said, yep, okay. And I've added it. So you can now write nice things. You can also request for me to write horrible things about myself. 
some. Tony, if you want to buy some. Um, Where do they buy them, app, Jack? Uh, Etsy.com, Brighton, Till I Fly, 1L. Um, it, the link's in the chat. It's uh, not Brighton Till you. I Fly 1L. That's Brighton Till I Fly spelt with 1L. Yeah, spelt with 1L. Um, that will really well, help me out. It's so easy to find now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when when you say you've, it's nice things about Tony, is it real nice things or it's stuff like Tony's mouth is just like a lady's mouth or something like that? Only one person selected... Uh, nice comment, and I had to write. Uh, Miss Creature said Tony's wang is 10 out of 10. So <laughs> You're right, was... me a 10 out of 10. Yeah, it's at the time, sir. Only fans, right? Can we wrap up the show, please? <laughs> yeah, <thank> you. <laughs> if you want to cut that out, uh, I'd, no, I'd love you. A 10 out of 10 wanger. I want that in there. Well, did no you? Worries. If you sign up to your OnlyFans terms, you get to see the full works. Yeah, man. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Frank, 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 just end the show. Thank you for tuning in to Let's Go Now. You've been joined by uh, me, Bright Till I Fly. I've given up introducing myself, so I'm going first. Everyone's favourite nightmare, Curry Kitten. Goodbye. Woo. We're all very sorry. Sorry, Frank. Bye. What? Uh, my little <laughs> vegan sausage available on OnlyFans. Bonjour. And uh, Andy RC. Send it to me, Tone. I'll rate it. Good night. And possibly the worst person I've ever met, I peel. <laughs> Thanks, bye. Boo. To Daddy Curry. Boo hiss. <laughs> Thank you and good night. Bye. 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 Telemetry lost.